happy, happy Friday. This is Carmen coming to you with your Friday message and I'm so excited. I, I like don't even know how to start with those fantastic messages, starting with Rachel and then Krista's amazing one and then Casey from yesterday. And I'm just thinking, how do I wrap that all up? How do I put the bow on top? How do we... How like how do we end this week of this series of organization for our business? And so I've been thinking about this for a couple of days, knowing what they were going to talk about, and it hit me like, well, if they have listened to those messages, they're probably extremely fired up. They know exactly what they're going to do. And then next week might happen, and there's life that happens next week, and what if what if we forget what we're supposed to be doing but then i was like oh but they've got organization down they've got their six most important list they know exactly from the 15 minute planner rachel talked about that they know exactly what to do and then and then i just had to laugh when krista was talking about how chaotic life can get and i'm like amen (laughs) and then um casey brought us full circle around of you know, the three plus three plus three is where everything lives. And so I feel like you have all the instruction that you know exactly what to do. But I feel that the one thing we might be missing, we've touched on it, but just a little word of encouragement that you're not going to do all of these things that we've talked about in a message perfect the first week. You might get not get it perfect the first month. And the reason why it, that will be is because life happens. You might have a cancellation, but you're not going to have as many, right? Because you're double booking. You know exactly what you're supposed to do the night before because you've written your own six most important list. That is your CEO list. And you wake up the next morning as the employee and you know exactly what the CEO has told you to do. We have all of that. These are not difficult things. But I know that for me, (laughs) speaking from experience, what happens when it doesn't all flow together? Like, you know how you forget to maybe write in an appointment because the dentist called and he can get you in early and then you double book yourself. Like what happens? (laughs) What happens? You guys know how to figure that out. It's your life. But here is where I was really thinking might be of value to you is working in little chunks of time. When your date book is messy, when you have salad dressing on the side, you have little spills from your coffee dribbles that are on your date book, you have uh, your booking calls are on another tracker that you're like, it's not pretty. And, and it bugs you, but you don't have time to get it right, I want you to know that is exactly how we want you to be working because it doesn't look pretty. It's not going to be the pretty peonies on the side. It's not going to be the awesome things that, you know, make it look so great. What makes your planner look great is that there's scribbles and little notations and you have it color coded if that's what you do for your, your, you know, green to me was a booking because that meant money, you know, that type of thing that like those things are what's important because then you know that you're working in your IPAs, you know, you're doing something for your business. 
And so a lot of times people wonder, like, how do you do this, um, this stuff? Like, I had to learn how to work my business in little pockets of time. And so when you're looking at your weekly plan sheet, and I love how they touched on being in 15 minute intervals, because that's kind of what I had to do. When I started my business, my daughter was five months old and I got really ramped up. I was going to do this, but I was so excited and I got pregnant and I don't do pregnant well at all. (laughs) And then I had another daughter and she got really sick and I got really sick with extreme postpartum depression, but they didn't call it that because they knew that I couldn't handle that word and that verbiage. And so they had to call it something different while I doctored and while I did things and why the doctors told me that I couldn't even see my children for two weeks because I had to learn how to sleep. I'm not gonna go into that story, but that's just the real tidbit of how I had to learn how to work in pockets of time because they were so young. So I got out of that and I found out I was pregnant again for the third time. So I had three kids, three little girls in three and a half years. And I didn't know how to do this. I can't sit at my desk when you're nursing a baby or you have a toddlers running around. And so I learned how to work in little 10 minute intervals. Sometimes it was only three minutes because I would do my six most important things list at night I would know exactly what I needed to do during the day. And then I would just fit that in wherever that was. And sometimes the win for that day was five phone calls. Sometimes it was 10, sometimes it was one. But I had at least the energy, like my brain was thinking in that regard to be able to work my business rather than not do anything at all. Because isn't it true when we don't do anything and we don't even attempt, then there's nothing to show for it. Like there's not even attempt. I saw something the other day that I thought was brilliant and I'm not going to quote it correctly, but I would, I would love to be in, uh, I would love to be in the arena and failing than not in the arena at all. And always knowing the answer is no. So I, I just loved that. I was like, that is so perfect. So what happened when we first moved here, this is something Casey asked me to share is that we didn't have internet where we were and we didn't even have cell phone service it was a very sticky situation and i was trying to figure it out and so casey knew what i was trying to do and that was to go into directorship and she said well how are you going to make this work how are you going to do this if you don't have internet and you don't have a phone uh, or cell phone service what are you going to do so i would sometimes pack up my babies in the car and I would go three miles down the road where I knew that I had cell phone service. I would make my 10 dials a day and I would do that in the morning because I knew that if I didn't do it in the morning, I wouldn't have time to be able to go back and check on my messages. So I didn't get any text messages. I didn't get anything. I would come back. It would take me maybe 15 to 30 minutes to make those messages or to make those calls. I'd come back home. We'd have the day. And before I was ready to get ready for supper or kind of like I tried to do kind of the five o'clock hour because people were getting off work about then, I would go back three miles down the road and check my messages and to see if I got any bookings. (laughs) So luckily we didn't have to do that for a very long time, but I would say it was a a couple of months like six weeks I would say was kind of what happened but that was just one thing that I had to learn in little pockets of time because it's all I had available to me 
Um, and what was really impressive about the way of working that way is I had to get super focused and we've already heard from Casey about being focused. And the reason why I think it's so important to think in pockets of time is it gives you benchmarks. And that is another thing I wanted to talk about is that you've got all this stuff, you've got all this amazing organization encouragement this week. And what are you doing for tracking? Because in this business, a tracked number is the most important thing that you possibly can do. Track your faces, track your numbers of sales, track your demos, track your personal products that you're using, track your business expenses. And I know in that statement, I lost about three quarters of you, (laughs) but stick with me because here's something that will happen. Think about your goal. We've talked about vision. We've talked about all these things. Think about your goal. How are you knowing that you're going to meet your goal? A tracked number never lies and a tracked number always will grow. It is like scientific evidence. It's amazing. So for this month, you know, like these are your benchmarks, your people, you can be using your tracker bubble sheet list. You know, you can, you can be tracking your sales. And I know Mary Kay has that planner that you can buy from Mary Kay and it has those sales in there. You can do that. You also need to track your demos that you use at your parties or, or what you're using for samples and also your personal um, because those are tax write-offs. So that's really fun to get tax write-offs uh, when you're doing your taxes at the end of the year. And it's important to keep part of that. And then also your business expenses because a lot of things are write-offs for your business expense. Make sure that you have a trusted accountant that you work with to be able to work with those kind of things of what is written off because it will change a little bit by state, I believe. Um, But those business expenses and those demos and those personal, those are just, those are awesome. So those are kind of a side note the tracking number to get to your goal. And when I'm talking about that, your goal, you know, maybe it's getting into red jacket, maybe it's a car, maybe it's your DIQ, all of those things, those tracking people, tracking your parties, tracking your hostesses, tracking your booking. um, And then of course, all your sales from there, because those two things alone are what you on Sunday night, you know, that post that we send out every Sunday night, That's the one that we want you to fill out for your weekly accomplishment sheet. And from that is where we get our numbers to do recognition. So I love, love, love. That is a very important sheet. And I love, love, love that it's really easy to fill those out on Sunday nights when you've already got them in your weekly plan sheet. You've already got those tracked. Um, you know, 600 earned your spark. That's a really gorgeous, gorgeous piece of piece of jewelry. And when I mean 600, that's a 600 wholesale. And they're going to be changing that theme pretty soon because we're coming to the end of our seminar year. And so this is, this is going to be exciting. We're always excited about what's the new piece going to be for the next seminar year. When you hit that 600, you also get a spark coffee with the directors. Um, and we send you a coffee card or juice or whatever it is. And on the first Saturday of the following month at 10 o'clock mountain, nine o'clock Pacific, we get on a zoom and we just are together and it's really fun. I don't know, training and fun and recognition. And it's just a fun little hangout. So I just wanted to explain a little bit about that tracking. I will say, 
I have gone and tracked everything like a dog. And then when I don't, my business knows it. And so I really encourage you, if I completely lost you when I started saying put pen to paper as far as tracking faces and all that, and you're like, I have nothing to put down. Yes, I've been there too. (laughs) Refer back to the six most important list. Refer back to your booking list. Refer back to your 50 faces list that you did when you first became a consultant and you wrote down all the women that you knew with skin. Refer back to that list and you're going to find those lists have different A, B, C, D categories. You know, there's going to even be chicken list ones on there that you're scared to call. You're going to have ones that are, would do you a favor, your family, your friends, the referrals, you know, keeping, keeping a log of those are so important. So I just hope that that helped you a little bit. I wanted to touch briefly on the, on the other tracking that I get really excited about and I didn't get excited about it until about three years ago and that was when our family had a financial come apart and I knew that I had to learn something different about money and actually enjoy money not to make it my worthwhile but to know how it worked and that might be a funny thing to talk about but here's what most women And I say that very generally, but it's very true, is that it comes down to a self-worth thing. Like, I'm never going to make as much as so-and-so, or my husband, or whatever. Whatever it is, we've all got that statement rolling in our heads, and maybe we've never acknowledged it, but it's there. And so the come apart that happened is we had nothing left to our name. I had lost a baby. And we were sent to collections because we could not pay the bill. And I don't know about you, but if you've ever been in that situation, you know that horrific sinking feeling. I had never been in that situation. And we had, we just had a lot of life happen. That was just kind of the icing on the cake of losing that baby that I could not pay that hospital bill and we had a financial come apart and I stayed up late for months and months trying to research how I could figure out money. And what it finally came down to me is that I had to learn how to track every single penny of where my money went. And and I know this is getting into a class all of its own and there's already some of you I've lost again for the third time because I hear the statement already across several states and several thousand miles of, I hate money. (laughs) And, And if that's not the way you feel, I'm so, so thankful. I just did not grow up in an environment where it was so plentiful. And so I had to learn how to track where all of my money went. And you know, most of you have started this business with either the number one reason being financial, or maybe it's the number two reason, but it, or maybe it's the number four reason, but there's always a reason of money somewhere when you're starting a new business. You don't do it just for fun, usually, um, and be successful at it. So the money management system, that is where we come down to the 60-40 split, and it is also where we're keeping track of of what's in our bank account. And so you know the 60-40, 60 is what we put back into our business, 40 is what we're going to 
put into our checking account, um, the 60%, about 10% of that comes into our business expenses. And so sometimes that what is really helpful is to open a couple of checking accounts or you have one separate checking account and you do what I call sinking funds. And so what sinking funds are is just taking out um, an, a nominal amount of cash that you feel comfortable with and stuffing it under your mattress, literally in an envelope. And so from that, like say your sales were $500 in a week, let's just say that. And 50 of those, or um, half of that was 250. So, you know, that's the 50-50. But if you're doing the 60-40 split, and I really should have thought about this because I didn't write this down, but what is 60% of 500 Hold on, I'm gonna be really super smart. Um, that's 300. See, you guys, do you realize, do you have an idea of why we had a financial come apart? Mm-hmm. It's because I'd never learned it. I'd never learned money and I always had hated math. There's something that is great is that now I have learned to love it because I love seeing my checking account grow. So that $300 that leaves you um, 200 on the other side, 10% of that is going to go into your business expense. Okay. So that's where you would go into sinking funds and you get to decide where your sinking funds are. I would really say a business expense would be one of it. Another way that you can do sinking funds is open another checking account and just put that sinking fund into that checking account. You might, um, you might have other things like, you know, your samples are going to come from that business account, those type of things. And so there's just a lot, there's a lot more. I think that that's a class of its own that we can talk about at another time if there's any interest in it. But I feel that um, whenever we hear that word, I start losing people. <laughs> so I feel like I already did. But I really, really love this subject because it's gotten really personal with me. And you know, it is part of the reason why I was able to help my family buy their dream home the last last uh, three weeks ago now. And so I think it's so viable, this business, if you treat it like a business. If you don't treat it like a business, as Lisa Madsen say, it just becomes another job. And so I invite you to look at your tracking sheets. Look very simply. You don't need all these kinds of things to help you be successful as far as the pretties and everything, but you do need a few minutes every Sunday to make yourself a plan for the week and then you need to make yourself a plan every day of the six most important list and then you are able to diverge from there of all your three plus three plus three so i hope this is helpful i love you so much thank you for listening